0: Will you see?
1: Good afternoon. You've got living writers. I'm T. Hetzel. It's fundraiser week here at WCBN FM and Arbor. And I've got to tell you, I am so happy to be sitting in the studio, um, dancing around or so, <laughs> fists in the air. I have the tiger with my great friends from 826 Michigan. Um, you guys, welcome. Welcome.
2: Hi. To- <laughs> Thanks for having us.
1: Okay, so I'm going to, let's see, let's go ahead, we're going to go around and we're going to, we've got, um, let's see, we have young writers from 826, we've got mom and volunteer, we've got the um, 826 Michigan director, um, and the program assistant here. So let's go around and Josiah, do you mind starting by introducing yourself? Hi, I'm Josiah. Writer.
3: <laughs> Rashid here.
1: Writer. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: okay. Hi, my name is Megan. I'm a program assistant at 826 Michigan.
2: And I'm Amanda Yuli. I'm the executive director of 826 Michigan.
4: I'm L. R. Nunez, and I'm a volunteer at 826 Michigan, and also Josiah's mom.
0: Hi, I'm Liliana. Writer. Okay.
1: (laughs) So everybody, um, you are in store, listeners out there, because today we're going to get to hear from each of our young writers. And we're going to talk about 826 Michigan and basically just have a lot of fun. Um, Remember to call in. And at different times during the show, one of us is going to remind you and ask you to call. Um, So the number is 734 763 3500. So start calling. Just let's hear the phone rings. It would be such a nice backdrop to have to our conversation. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> and let's say it. If you don't, if you don't call, we'll just keep playing Eye of the Tiger for the whole oh, no. hour. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> okay, but no we won't. We won't. <laughs> um there's also if you call in and donate, there's some cool books that you can get. Um some of the books are from eight two six Michigan. Um some are signed copies from um from writers that have donated their books or the publishers that have donated the books. So definitely give us a call. Um let us know you're listening. Um so I'll say the number one more time and then let's let's hear from Rashid. So the number to call is 734-763-3500. Give us a call. It's fundraiser week. Rashid, will you, will you start us off and read something for us?
3: Sure. Uh, they called him Six. No one really knew who Six was or even what Six was, for that matter. To many people in the land masses of Tempa, Six was but a myth. A story beast created to scare children to eating their vegetables or staying in bed. Six was a wraith, as far as many were concerned. Non-existent, save for cold nights around the campfire. Some of the smaller villages, though, they claim to know Six. They claim to have housed him on his travels, claim to have shared a drink with him on a mournful night. Some swear to the guardians above and that they had no reason to lie. Yet the nobility of Tempa's nations deny any sort of knowledge about Six. Some swear they've never heard of this improbable specter. I am one of the few that don't believe in the existence of Six, but I'm willing to find out the real story. In every bedtime tale, there has to be a sea of truth. There has to be some sort of origin. There has to be. Right?
1: So, Rashid, was that from a a longer piece? Tell us a little bit about Six and, um, yeah.
3: Um, I've been building this world, Tempa, for a while now. After I worked on my first piece in 826, Michigan, A Fragment of Infinity, I sort of wanted to develop the world some more. And there are so many worlds that I ended up scrapping and recycling and ideas and some research and then I just ended up with this character called Six. And it's still not even finished. Like, I'm still not quite sure what I want to do with it. But you, what, you just saw a glimpse of what I wanted, uh, the direction I wanted to take. Do you think
1: it's going to be like something like a novel or so?
3: Or That's definitely the hope. That's the hope. It's so
1: interesting to hear you say things like, I scrapped a whole bunch of worlds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds hard to do because cause do you ever get sort of fond of them and then you make them up or what is, yeah
3: oh yeah, that's that's definitely a challenge um, there are some characters I've had for a number of years and it's kind of hard to part with those characters after you've been writing about them so long, after you've done so much work into them and then realizing, wait, they're not going to fit but Recycling these I- previously used ideas is kind of what makes it worth it, because you get to see all these previous notions of these past worlds that you've written, and they all come together into this sort of ultimate world, I guess. Yeah,
1: like a better world somehow. Because yeah. in some ways, you've been it sounds like you've been living with that world for a while, for some years.
3: Yes, definitely. Rashid, when did you start writing? Um... Oh, it wasn't actually too long. Like two, three years ago. Um Was
1: it at eight Because you mentioned like the the idea for the for Tempa Tempas.
3: Um no. I started writing before eight two six. Um this was when I was st- I wasn't even in America at the time. Uh but I was I've always wanted to be a writer ever since I first began reading. I was like, hey, I want to make other people this happy through through books. So, oh, that's where came
1: through. so reading made you happy and yeah. feel alive. Where'd you move from?
3: Um, I came from Indonesia,
1: and so that's where you started writing. And yes. would you like write in a notebook or like what would you?
3: Anything I could find really, uh, notebook, um, sometimes on my computer. Sometimes just scraps of paper I find lying about.
1: (laughs) Spoken like a true writer. Right, guys? (laughs)
5: Right?
1: (laughs) Um, Josiah, when did you start writing?
5: I started writing when I was like three or four.
1: Three or four. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing.
5: I was writing with my mom.
1: What would you guys write?
5: We would write um well, I was, I would draw the pictures and come up with the stories and my mom would write the thing the what I wanted to, to to write
1: do you have would they be sort of like um comics Josiah or would it be more like a page for each of the panels or it
5: would it would be it would be like uh it would be so I would draw pictures like I would basically be illustrating the story,
6: mm-hmm.
5: and then and then my mom would write a little the a, a paragraph like what was, what I wanted to write because it, they would usually be short stories.
1: What would they be about?
5: Would... Um, the one that I remember the most was about a monster who went around and ate healthy stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truly terrifying. <What> terrifying was- <laughs> 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 exactly.
1: So
5: unnatural.
1: <laughs> what was the inspiration for that one? Were you were you yourself having to eat healthy things at the time?
7: Or what
0: was
5: that? <laughs> um I usually just came up with ideas from what I was seeing in the world and what was going on with life
1: do you remember what the monster's favorite like vegetable was (laughs) i
5: remember drawing a picture of a carrot on its shirt
1: oh nice (laughs) okay liliana when did you start writing like when i was five you were five what did you like what started you off like why did you start
0: I just started. <laughs> <laughs> did it come
1: to you in a dream or you just, you're like, were you bored or were you, did you just started, right? What did you write about? Do you, do you remember? Or is it sort of so long ago now that, cause you're six now, right? Wait, how old are you? Seven. <laughs> you're seven. Excuse me. So yeah. Seven's on. a great year. That's a great age. But what do you, so what do you write about now?
0: Lots of animals.
1: Ooh, yeah, animals are great to write about, aren't they? There's. Which, yeah. Do you have a favorite animal to write about, or no, just all animals? That's really nice. <laughs> do you guys write about animals too? I or? write about
5: anim- animals sometimes.
3: If it calls for it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so it sounds like Josiah might have an animal main character, but Rashid never would. And Liliana definitely would have an animal main character. Is that, is that fair to say, writers?
2: Yeah, <laughs> Liliana yeah. has two pets, I heard earlier. So I think maybe, is it true, Liliana, that sometimes the writing that you do is about your pets? Mm-hmm. Can you say more about that? I, I forgot the names of your, your two pets. Can you tell what kinds of animals they are and their names?
0: Th- both of them are cats, and one's name is Biggs and the other's is Thor.
2: <laughs> and do you write about them?
0: Sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meow. <laughs> if they're listening out there, oh, we should say, hello, well, it's not 530 yet, but soon we're going to have some listeners down on Liberty Street at 8- 826 Michigan, um, the home, the robot supply shop. Um, Amanda, could you tell us a little bit about... 826 Michigan and its mission
2: I would love to tell you that and I think that some of our tutoring students are listening now so every afternoon on Liberty Street right behind our Liberty Street Robot Supply and Repair we have a tutoring program hey everybody hello tutoring hello Liberty hi (laughs) <laughs> um, that's from 3:30 to 5:30. like all of our programs it's free and open to the public so school-age students can come to our space and receive some homework help from our trained wonderful tutors volunteers um, and then josiah can tell you this because he's one of our tutoring students sometimes um, after homework is done we often have a writing exercise for everyone to take part in so i don't even know what it is today did anyone notice before we left josiah did you no, no, because <laughs> it was it was radio day.
1: <laughs> That's the, too, go ahead, Richard. A bit too hype for that. <laughs> Maybe it's something about an eye of a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we Let's see. Let's remind everyone. Today is fundraiser day on Living Writers and it's also fundraiser week on this um magnificent I'm just going to be proud and say it. Magnificent WCBN FM. I love this place. Um mm-hmm. so we're trying to raise some money. Call us. Let us know you're listening out there because we know you are and you know I know that you love the writers that we have today. And hopefully you've also been having a chance to listen other Wednesdays to hear some of the other writers that we have come on the show. Um, these can be people who are Pulitzer Prize winners. It could be people who have their first book out. Um, and today we're so lucky to have 826 Michigan in in the studio with us um so let's get those phone ring phones ringing right the
2: number is seven three four seven six three three five zero zero if you'd like to make a donation
1: please call us right guys what do you think do you think the people should call
3: i think it's (laughs) a brilliant idea i
1: think so too
4: multiple times
1: oh keep calling in fact call and call again there are so many books that you could be getting by calling as well as um I don't know. It's the music of the ringing phone. It's not a bad <laughs> thing, right?
2: The okay. phone answerers need something to do.
1: That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're looking over behind our shoulders to see the phone answer, the phone <laughs> <They're> operators. <bigger. laughs> they're, I think I've written wonderful and amazing phone operators. So they're, they're here. They're, they're happy and they're waiting um, for you to call. Um, okay. Well, you've got living writers today on the program. I'm so lucky to have 826 Michigan. Here with me. I've got Josiah, Rashid, Liliana, Elle, Amanda, and Megan. We've got the Liz behind the glass. I'm T. Hetzel. We'll be right back.
0: dirty man, and his clinging wife doesn't understand, his son is working for the Daily Mail. he's a steady job, but he wants to be a paperback writer.
1: Welcome back. You've got living writers. I'm T. Hetzel, and today in the studio, eight two six Michigan is here. Um, Amanda, before the break, we were also talking a little bit about the, the mission of eight two six Michigan yes. and um, nationally. Um, yes, I'd
2: love to talk more about that. Yeah. Um, in Michigan, we eight two six serves three different cities. Um, Ypsilanti, Detroit, and Ann Arbor, and we serve almost four thousand students a year. Totally free programs um, for school-age students. We work in classrooms in all those cities. We work at our space in Ann Arbor, at our space in Detroit, um, and library branches throughout the region.
1: And thank goodness yeah. you're here. How many years yeah. have you been here? Like, when did you? Because you existed. Before you moved to Liberty Street, even. We
2: did. Yeah. We did exist in a different way, a different <laughs> format. Um, so 826 Michigan started in 2005, um, and we were one of the first organizations in the 826 network um, to start um, – out of San Francisco. So 826 Valencia is the address of the very first 826 center. And
1: hence the 826 (laughs) Hence the 826 name.
2: (laughs) Um, And each of our centers, and we're now in seven cities, um, so each of our centers um, does the same kind of work that 826 Michigan does, connecting volunteers with school-age students for mostly around the work of writing but other academic support too. Um, And all of us operate kind of weird stores in our cities. 826 (laughs) Michigan operates two weird stores, one in Ann Arbor and one in Detroit, I wonder if any of the students here can tell us what the weirdness of our store locally is. is anybody <laughs> familiar?
3: It's um. It has a very robotic theme. <laughs> um, what they call what it? makes you say that, Rasheed? Why do you why do you say that? <laughs> well, for one, it's the robotic supply store. If I'm not mistaken, Liberty um,
2: Street Robot Supply and Repair. You got it.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> And they sell a lot of, like, robotic-themed stuff. I just saw a robot calculator before we went out. Um, yeah.
2: And <laughs> the stores of 826 centers help um, fund our mission. So, again, everything that we do with local students and teachers is offered totally free, no charge. Um, and one of the ways that we raise the funds that we need is to operate these stores. So we have the Detroit Robot Factory in Eastern Market now, too. But we sell all kinds of robot stuff.
1: And Hmm. and where where are you based? Like, where would someone like drop in for drop in writing in Ipsy? Because is that in a cafe? On could you give us the location of that,
4: Megan? Right, Um, Megan. So our drop in tutoring program in Ipslani is located in Beezy's Cafe on Washington Street. It's right around the corner from um, the Michigan Avenue branch of the Ipslani District Library. Um, We also have drop in writing. Um, for school-age students at the Michigan Avenue branch of the Ypsilanti District Library and also at the Whitaker Road branch of the library. Um, And students can come to any of those sessions um, with writing that they're already working on or um, just an interest in starting um, a new writing project and receive um, support from our volunteers and staff.
1: And you can go to 826Michigan.org and check out the website, learn more, and find ways to connect I see Josiah looking at his watch, and you're right, Josiah. It is time for you to read.
5: (laughs) Random rhyming poem. Things with wings fly around and lie in the ground. Dogs play with logs while snakes pick a cake, making a drake, and eating a kitchen in the chickens. A cat wears a hat, standing on a mat, tackling a bat. A fellow asks a fellow, where is my mellow? Please don't ask me that again, Earl Bellow, he answered. Then fellow one turned into a punter and punted on him on the spot and tied his pants into a knot. When they saw the snake baking a cake, making a drake, and eating a ch- chicken in the kitchen, they fled and ran. Now we can stop rhyming.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, Josiah!
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a good one. <laughs> so, Josiah, what was... Um, what got you going with that one? Why did you start rhyming? And it sounds like it was so fun to write.
5: Um. Well, when I was doing the Weebots, one of the th- the theme that we were doing is rhyming, and well, I couldn't really think of anything to write, so I just started writing up random rhymes and put them together and trying to make a story, <laughs> and it works right that's kind of magical
1: isn't it because you're like i'm just gonna try this and then see what happens and then presto (laughs) (laughs) did you feel a little bit like a like a magician or something
5: no not really but i did (laughs) feel i felt happy with what i did
1: yeah that's that's true that's like that's really do, do you guys all feel that way when you write something when you make something
3: oh yeah um it's like it's it's making it really is making something out of thin air and um as as I like to say the a writer has infinite worlds in their head and it it really is magical it almost feels
2: and then and
1: there's these infinite worlds and then you can spend some time in them right or you can find them even even when you're it sounds like like playing with words you can find stuff and then N- make more, <laughs>
5: <laughs> um,
1: Josiah. Do you still use rhymes sometimes, or was this like maybe the the one rhyming poem or or so?
5: I use rhymes sometimes, not all the time though.
1: What are, what do you
5: like to write the most?
1: Like if you can write anything,
5: I really like to wa- write fantasy oh. and stuff, but I like to put like some mythology in it.
1: Wow, so is this like the mythology? Is that maybe stuff you're learning in school, and then you kind of incorporate it into these like fantasy
5: like a new world or what what do you mean? I'm usually inspired by Rick Rodian who's that who's He's that? a writer, he wrote the Percy Jackson series. he also wrote oh. Magnus Chase series. You guys told me and about the, that once when I saw
1: you at Argus this. I think, and is that are those is that your favorite series um
5: I guess it's one of them,
1: and uh, so that's like so that's a recommendation from Josiah. Could you say the name again, Josiah?
5: Rick, Rick Crotian.
1: and and a couple of the f- the books.
5: Um, there's the Percy Jackson series. The first one is um the Lightning Thief.
7: Ooh,
1: Ooh that sounds exciting! All right? right?
7: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so fantasy. So like, and you so you guys both are writing fantasy. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> and Liliana, you're you're writing some stuff about do you ever write about um I know my my little uh my little niece writes about fairies. Do you ever write about fairies or ma- no? No.
2: Okay. Mostly the animals, right? I know Liliana writes about animals, but she also might be sharing today if we 're lucky um, a great food writing piece that Liliana told me about, so i don 't know if that's where she 's coming from <laughs> she's or maybe not. No. maybe not. <laughs> but um, maybe if we
1: get some calls, maybe Liliana wants to hear the phone ring. Um, it has
2: been ringing It has we just got word that's oh. what my visitor was telling me. The oh. calls have been ringing. Thank you so much to everyone who's been calling. <laughs> I thought my daughter Trixie was coming just to bring me a donut. Speaking of food oh, writing, <laughs> <laughs> a writing, prompt of writing about donuts. That's, that's what that's we'll be doing at the next break, right, um, everybody? Trixie <laughs> let me know there were several phone calls. One was a $30 donation, and there, I didn't hear everything she said, so I didn't catch it all. But oh. thank you to everyone who has called at 734-763-3500 if you'd like to support WCBN, um, which I... Speaking as a listener and someone who's a fan of T's show, Living Writers, um, on Wednesdays, it's such a gift for this community to have this chance for writers to talk to you about their work and about their books. Um, and like T was saying before, you can tune in on a Wednesday between five and six and hear any number of sort of writer from very, very new writers, which is Represented here today, very new writers, young writers, Ooh. to extremely <laughs> established writers who have won awards for their writing and who've been recognized nationally, and just to have those conversations right here in our community is really great.
1: Uh, so, thanks, Amanda, and thanks, thanks for doing the show. And and Amanda is, has also been a, a sub subbed for me, and that is I'm so appreciative of that. Um, so, oh, and here's Trixie again. Hey, Trixie. Oh, just Ooh, but mechanical pencils don't you guys do you guys write with mechanical pencils
3: (laughs) no not really (laughs) i uh i typically carry pen most of the time because it's just convenient (laughs) but
1: so pen what about you josiah what do you every now and then i love mechanical pencils i think they're underrated <laughs> what do you think, Liliana? What Once do you I
0: brought a mechanical pencil to school, and it just broke, so I never brought one to school again. <laughs> or wrote with one. That's oh, a no. fair reason. That right. yeah, is
1: a fair reason. Did you? Th- did it run out of lead? That always happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, like um, the protecting came off, like, and then it snapped. And...
1: Oh
0: Wow! <laughs> Were you in like a
1: frenzy of writing when that happened? <laughs>
0: Maybe. <laughs> no. Like, it was in my backpack, and like, our hooks, like, that was a small mechanical pencil, so that, from how high our coat racks were, oh. it was pretty high for that little pencil, so it just fell and snapped. Oh.
1: You um. managed to make that me feel, like, sorry for the pencil. It was very high <laughs> for that little pencil. Oh, no. I can see that you're a good storyteller. Liliana. I didn't care about the pencil. <laughs> 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 a very honest <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yay, oh, no, no, no. one. of the things I absolutely adore about this show, T, is when you let writers talk about how their process and their ideas. And I think Liliana just gave us such a great example. <laughs> but I did. I would love to ask some of the writers we have in the room about where you get your ideas. I know that it's not only at 826 Michigan. I mean, she... Thinking about your story and the years that you've put into <laughs> the worlds that you build, could we hear more about how your ideas develop?
3: Um, new stories? Well, it definitely started when I first began reading. Um, the first series I put work into was again Rick Riordan's um, Percy Jackson series. Then I started branching out into like higher fantasies, like Ryria Revelations by Michael J. Sullivan, which was just recently um, suggested. And I also. My, one of my favorites is The Kingkiller Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. Um I love his writing. Um I just finished the The Way of Shadows by Brent Weeks. Um it, I a lot of the inspiration just generally comes from other stories that have been told and other stories that I've read.
1: Josiah, what about you? What's what are some of your inspirations?
5: Um, well, me, my friend is obsessed with unicorns. She's, he's obsessed with unicorns. And then so I try and write about things that are related to unicorns. <laughs> because is, are,
1: the, then will your friend read it too so you have an instant audience in a way?
5: sometimes sometimes not but sometimes <laughs>
1: what's the latest story unicorn story can you remember it
5: was where there was a group of friends who had to fight a bunch of aliens oh. <laughs> and then, that were rabot, robots Ooh, robots about alien mm. things
1: And then did the unicorn come in as, like, a hero, or was it just one of the friends?
5: Um, I'm not done with the piece. Ooh, okay. So.
1: (laughs) Maybe you don't want to talk about it.
5: I might
3: (laughs) include a unicorn. (laughs) Slight possibility.
1: Are you saying, Josiah, that everything, like, add a unicorn, and it's going to be a better, a stronger story?
5: Um, not all the time. With some stories, I guess a unicorn would be a good idea. But with other stories, it might not be the best idea. <laughs> right.
1: So so use your unicorn sparingly.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. ah. Let's see. So... Um, Oh, it looks like we've got word from the outside world. We've had a caller. Um, Catherine is called from 826, and she has a question for the young writers. Um, what do you think about reading your work in front of an audience?
3: Uh, well, for one, it's definitely something I'm not used to because I'm terrible in front of crowds, and I try to avoid that. But <laughs> I know what you mean. It's, uh, it's, it's a refreshing experience. Because it's it's nice practice in general, I think, to be talking in front of people and, like, I know famous writers that do conventions and that sort. And just It's just generally nice to start building those public speaking skills.
5: Hey, Josiah, what about you? At first I was super scared, and then when I got to meet the people, I wasn't as scared. And it made me feel a lot better. So that's
1: maybe why you guys were game for doing some radio today. Because I I know I really appreciate you coming down here and and reading and talking about writing and what you love about writing. Um, Okay, let's take a short break. Um, And while we're taking a break, um, why don't you guys give us a call? The number is 734. Do you want to say it, Rashid, actually? I'm like, keep it. (laughs) The
3: number is 734-763-3500.
1: Call us now. You've got living writers today on the program, 826 Michigan. We just heard a poem from Josiah, and earlier in the hour, we heard from Rashid. We'll be back and we'll talk to Elle about volunteering at 826 and being a proud mom of Josiah <laughs> and a writer herself. Right. I'm T. Hetzel. You've got living writers. We'll be back. Welcome back to Living Writers. Um, It's fundraiser week here at WCBN. I'm T. Hetzel. I'm so glad you're joining us. I'm so glad you tuned in. Um, We've just had um, another 826 Michigan writer join us, Luella, um, with her dad, Luke. Um, who's also not only a parent of uh, an A26 writer, but also a volunteer there, um, uh, like Elle, as well. Um, So (laughs) earlier in the program, um, our good friend Liliana um, was here, and she's still here in the studio. But right now, um, Rashid um, and Josiah are going to read each read um, a piece by Liliana. Okay?
5: So this one's going out to you, Liliana. I got ants in my pants. They tickle a lot in my... cat lays on my special mat, and a mouse lives in my house, and I hear it all night. I hear it at night. I and I saw a dog lost in some fog, and a parrot, and a black-footed ferret got home all very mixed up. Then I saw something something very funny. I saw a cheetah was eating pita bread, and a hippopotamus saw. Thomas Cheetos and some dash hounds then monkeys were dancing funky and some s- snakes were breaking dance break dancing for fun and an elephant was eating some peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> wow
1: that's a grand finale let's have a let's have a yeah, round Liliana. of applause Liliana Yo. <laughs> so Rashid we've got another one by Liliana
3: uh, this piece is called "I Love Animals." Um, oh,
1: yay.
3: A murder of crows, a pride of lions, a tower of giraffes. I love animals. An ambush of an ambush of tigers, a rumble of ri- rattlesnakes. I love animals. A crowd of cheetahs, a pack of hyenas. I love animals.
0: Yay. Yay. Yay a rumba,
3: <laughs> a, rumba. Yeah, yeah, was a rumba
2: oh that was awesome right? I actually have
3: no idea what a rumba is
2: <laughs> it's
3: a group of snakes oh is that really oh I did not know that until today <laughs> I know
2: this is an educational
1: program I just thought it was a dance this is great <laughs> Wow. Um, Well, I like we've got a couple of things to say. Rashid's Ibu called to say that she's very proud and that she's um, she's just wake like she's staying awake to hear you. Because where where is she? Where
3: where where's your Ibu? She's in Jakarta right now in Indonesia and a 12 hour difference from here.
1: So So living writers is beaming over to her and she's hearing your work. Sounds really wonderful. Well, I just met you, and I'm proud of you as well. So, <laughs> and I have to thank my mom because she just called in to donate. So, thanks, mom, um, and thanks to all you out there who are listening because um, uh, here at WCBN, we 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 love our listeners. You're part of our community. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. And I'm so lucky today because I've got 826 Michigan here, and it's like the proof is in the pudding is that the right expression you guys
3: i've never heard that before so (laughs) i
1: think it's too much of an old fogey expression
6: yeah just don't think about it too much
1: (laughs) move away from that right (laughs) um but I just feel like i just feel surrounded by community and just so thrilled to hear the writing um from these young writers um and their ideas and even talking about the process of it you guys are amazing um so uh, let's talk now, if you guys don't mind, um, about being a volunteer at 826. Um, oh, and I'll say the phone number one more time, because remember, you
5: guys, you can call in, right? Should Or Josiah, do you want to say the phone number this time? Okay. The phone number is 734-763-3500. So, Al. um... Hi. What is
1: it? What is it like to volunteer Hello. at Eight Two Six Michigan? Um,
4: I. Um, how did you start? And yeah. I remember walking by the storefront on Liberty Street, and I thought it was a robot store. But I go in. Well, I go in, and I'm I realize after talking to someone that it's a creative writing place. Like, <laughs> so. I was really excited to hear about that because I love writing and w- when I was young I remember that somebody that I read something on the radio. Someone my teacher thought that my writing was special enough to read on the radio, so this is like this is like oh my god This is like a, oh yes. <laughs> is like yeah. a family tradition now. Yeah. So yeah. wow. <laughs> um I always wanted to to be able to like what Rashid said, I I want when I I wanted to be able to um, spark that happiness in other people, um, and not just through writing, but maybe through, through being a volunteer somehow, just helping in any way I could. Because I have a full-time job with the Observer, I I can't. I'm unable to do tutoring. Um, however, they have workshops on Saturdays, which um, fits right in my schedule, and um, my coworker. Katie Whitney, who is the calendar editor
2: at the Hello Observer. Hello to Katie. <laughs> Hi Katie.
4: <laughs> um, we both uh, realized we had this. We, we always wanted to do a workshop, leader workshop for 826 because it was it was like our dream, like our dream volunteer thing. Together, we I remember we sat at a Thai restaurant. Um, and we just talked about how, like, I remember when it just started developing, this idea we had. And um, we approached Catherine, and it, it started from there. Um, and the thing is, I learned a lot um, from it because they they give you a lot of, Tools. Um, I don't have any experience in teaching. However, they have something called um, a workshop. Workshop is that right? And <laughs> okay. so, and so we attended that um, together, and we were able to learn. You know, the the different teaching things that we had to learn to be able to have a, a strong workshop, interesting, you know, workshop that would um, be good for students. And I also <laughs> was really nervous because <laughs> I, I get nervous um, being in front of people. But um, I don't know. There, it's really laid back. It's everyone was so welcoming and kind, and and so I I it, I don't know. It was it was awesome. So, and it's a good place, isn't yeah, it? Al, it is. it's like a yeah. good.
1: It is. It's a genuine community <laughs> of people who seem like they also are into like they love like writing and reading and what they're doing but also being kind of goofy and is that yeah. right you guys would you say what do you guys think like
0: what
4: do you think i guess <laughs> <laughs> i um yeah and i also they're I, I love how they are with with the students um i think that that's part of why I, Josiah goes there every Almost every, every after school every day that it's there for tutoring. Even if he doesn't have homework, well, like you know, homework he he enjoys being there. I think, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he stays for the answer. Weebots, you know. And I that was the first time I ever saw him read something that he wrote. I think. Oh, uh, that must have yeah. been so. It was. So it was wonderful. about how to survive the first day of school.
1: Oh, so good advice, and too. And
4: I saw Liliana there, too, and oh. that was great. I got to meet her, so.
1: So you're making friends, writing, mm-hmm. and and um, and Luke, you're, you you and Luella are here. You're joining us now, and you're also a volunteer there. Do you teach workshops as well, like Elle,
6: or? Um, so I first got involved about a year ago, um, just looking to give back, and I always loved 826 and what they represented. Um, so, yeah, I got involved, and I started out doing tutoring and then did a couple in-school things. And I don't know why it didn't, I didn't realize that it would be such a great idea to bring Luella to WeBots, but we started doing that together.
7: When Luella, when did you start WeBots? When I was six, like now oh.
6: <laughs> so just re-
1: how long have you been going like a couple i don't know <laughs> time <laughs>
6: yeah maybe like two months we the last three months we've tried to go as much as we can
7: oh and what are you writing about luella i'm writing about seasons Ooh, like are you winter are you writing about winter now I'm ready about all the seasons. Oh, might, might as well, right? Why not? Yeah. And maybe hopeful for spring,
1: right? Absolutely. And Luke, you, so you go into the schools, too. So you're a part of 826, that like writer, the writers that go into the schools.
6: Yeah. Most recently, um, we went to Erickson's with Megan and uh, did a writing workshop there with first and second graders. Um, and it was amazing. I really wanted to do it again. In the winter, but um, I wasn't able to, but hopefully do that again in the springtime because yeah,
1: it feels like a community you can always return to yeah. as well yeah like, it,
6: it. Yeah. Um, yeah every every time there's a really great opportunity, i'm constantly getting emails, people telling me things that they think I'd be interested in, um, and just really encouraging to get out there and and grab onto the things you want to grab onto
1: and it seems like there is some there's something there's ways to be connected into 826 in so many like so many different ways and the i've seen the volunteer newsletter and it's it's just fun to read you know the the, the spirit of the organization is a strong one um well thank you guys all for being here we've got we've still got a little bit of time left so that means listeners out there you've got some time to give us a call um let's see uh Luella, do you want to say the numbers this time, the phone number? Yeah. Here, I'll pass that over. Thanks for reading it. Uh-oh. 763
0: seven, three,
7: three, 5. 0-0. Five, zero, zero. Zero, zero. So call that number.
1: Give us a call because we'd love to hear from you. Um, just let us know you're listening. Um, there's books. Like if you donate today, um, one of the things that you you could choose is the the novel Here I Am by Jonathan Safran Foer. It will be signed. It's already signed and dedicated. He was here in the fall. And the, the he's got some very nice handwriting. Wouldn't you say Rashid? Very artistic.
0: Everyone wanna it.
1: it's very artistic, right? Um, this guy is serious. Yes. Um, and so the dedication is for living writers, writers, listener. And then what would you think that says,
3: Rashid? Oh, with. That's a very
1: good question. <laughs> I, I figured it. Thanks for the beat there, because I think it says with thanks. Um, so, callers, maybe you, this is a book you've been meaning to read. It's got some heft, it'll take some time. Call us. Um, and donate and get this book, Here I Am. Will you say it one more time, Rashid?
3: 734-763-3500.
1: You've got living writers. I'm T. Hutzel, and we've got 826 Michigan in the house. We'll be back.
3: We
8: meet in an hour of change and challenge. In a decade of hope and fear... in an age of both knowledge and ignorance. The greater our knowledge increases, the greater our ignorance unfolds. Space is base. and we're going to climb it, and the moon and the planets are
3: there. Hi, I'm Rasheed.
5: I'm Josiah.
3: And you're listening to WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. Ann
1: Arbor. <laughs> and living writers, and if you're just tuning in, we're glad you did, because you've got you, the this is a show that's not to be missed today it's been such um such a great one with eight two six Michigan here in the house um we've been hearing um our our young writers read their work um let's let's on that note um definitely keep listening and also think about calling us I'm gonna tell you the number seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred um Let's see, we've got two young writers that are ready to go. Uh, Let's see, Liliana, do you want to go? You ready? Yay! Here
2: we go. Can you get nice and close?
0: Don't lie. Don't lie because you can get caught and get in big trouble, and that wouldn't be good. So never lie in your life. You will... Or you will be very bad, and never ever touch a wild polar bear, not even a wild brown bear. <laughs> Those can go super savage and beware of <laughs> and so beware of bears and rocking chairs. they can be real hoot if they follow they can't fall over very easily, and so when you sit on, be very cautious cautious about the falling thing, and don't make it fall on your toes. Oh, that's
1: great. Oh, thank you, Liliana. That's wonderful.
7: Luella, are you feeling like reading?
5: Yes. All right, let's do
7: it. <laughs> summer is a bummer, because it is summer. Winter is a pitter. And uh-oh, here is a mirror in fall. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Luella, when did you write
1: that one? Was that at the... Did you write that at 826? Yes. Wait. Yeah? Was it at the WeBot?
7: Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah,
7: how did you like how did you come up with the idea? Um my papa was giving out like stuff that people could write about and then he gave me idea for doing some seasons
1: and you just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> to, awesome. Mostly.
7: Oh, Mostly
1: you guys when when you write something like how do you do you ever okay this is gonna be a a weird process question are you ready do you revise it like how do you what do you do josiah do you
5: want to field this one um i usually do that with my math homework
3: (laughs) (laughs) No place for that in English.
1: <laughs> Cause the magic is on the page, right? What what about you, Rashid? What are you what's your process like right now?
3: Um it definitely depends. Um, but I've gotten so used to having to revise my work that it's become second nature to just look over it twice, see if I can somehow maybe describe something better, use a different word, be more concise. Uh so.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, what do you guys, I'm going to throw this question out to the group. What do you, what do you like, like, like love about writing and, and what advice would you give? Because Liliana started us off with some advice about not lying, which is just good advice in the world. Do you guys have any advice for like, uh, uh, like other, like writers that are like younger than you are or writers that are older than you are, or just any advice about writing?
3: Um, I would definitely say just adventure. And I don't mean like always like going out to the park or something and chasing frogs, but which is a great adventure. It is a great adventure, but it's also just like explore your mind, explore the worlds you can come up with and really don't be afraid to write what write down whatever you're thinking because oftentimes whenever you're not really focused on something, that's when the ideas start flowing in and you're like Oh crap! I gotta write this down. <laughs> That's wonderful
1: because it's sort of the imagination is like going. L- Luella, what were I, what were you gonna say? What's your advice?
7: Go with the writing you choose to write about, and if you do it wrong, you could just change it into that thing that you want it to be. Yeah, because you can always change it, right? Hmm. Yeah. So the important. It sounds like just, just get, get it on paper. Just do it. Give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. And if you mess up and you can't really change it, you can start over. That is. Yeah. That's. What do you think about that, Rashid? Um,
3: Yeah. There's definitely no story that's without a change or two. Um, You. You. I. I'm not gonna say this like definitely, but. I really doubt that there are some of the greatest books out there are just made it out in one draft, unless you're Thomas Jefferson, in which you can get away with it. But
1: <laughs> wow, so you love Jefferson? Is that yeah? <laughs> or you thought about you've read about his process? <laughs>
3: I, no, I was just thinking about the Declaration of Independence. How that was the, that was just the first draft. Uh, up,
1: so. Oh, it's So this is a great. This is I'm learning so much today, <laughs> Josiah. What do you think about that? It looks like you have
5: something to say over there. Um, if you th- you don't always get um, you don't always get what you think you're going to get. Mm. It's you, you can, you you most likely to change what you want to write yeah instead of what you thought you were about to write
3: yeah there will be dozens of things that you'll have to scrap there will be dozens of things that just you look at it and you're like this won't work and sometimes it sucks i'll admit that and sometimes it's really tedious and at some points there are just times where you're like i really don't want to do this anymore but if you like if you keep pulling through, there's, you'll eventually reach a point where you're like, "Yes, this is what this all led up to."
4: Eureka! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to also, um... Rashid mentioned not to be afraid, and I think that that is so great advice. That's something that I suffer from. Like I, I've stopped writing for a long time because I was afraid and. I think I should listen to him. (laughs) Angels and and everyone. (laughs) Yes, I think everybody should. And maybe like
1: have fun, and like and like Luella just said too. Like start again.
5: Just start again. Yeah. Um, And sometimes, if you think that something won't work, you might be able to use it in a different story.
0: Mm.
5: Exactly. You never know, right? So keep it around. And Luella, what were
1: you gonna say?
7: Don't be afraid of other people's writing if they're probably good of better than you because everyone's good at writing. Yeah, everybody can be a writer, right? And don't be afraid of other people's writing. That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Why do you think it's important just to like
7: like like care, like believe in your own writing, right? Cuz it's like believing in yourself.
3: Yeah, um, when you write, the way I often think of it is like you're pouring your soul onto paper. And by believing in your own writing, you're effectively putting confidence in yourself and putting confidence in your story that you're telling. And nobody else can tell it better than you.
1: Thank you, everybody. This has been such a a lovely hour of living writers i'm so glad to have met you guys and seen some of you guys again who i already know and i feel like it just you are part of the living writers community keep writing everybody out there listening keep writing um do, does anyone want to do the phone number again because it is it is fundraiser week do you want to do it luella so call in because um we we we're still taking your calls. Um, please show your support for WCBN, FM, and also Living Writers, all Living Writers everywhere.
7: Um, Luella, you got the phone number they could call? 734 763 Whoops. Three, three, five, Three
1: five zero zero. <laughs> thanks, Luella.
7: That's my
1: terrible handwriting there.
7: <laughs> and um,
1: and so thanks again to everyone for for being here. Josiah, Rashid, Megan, Amanda, Liliana, L, Luella, and Luke. Um, and thanks to everyone out there for listening. And thank you guys, everyone who called in to donate today. And everybody out there, keep writing. Um, and yeah, keep, keep tuning in to WCBN-FM. Um, I'm T. Hetzel. Until next time.
8: Once there was a mountain called Peak 15. Nothing was known about it. But in 1852, the surveyors found it was the highest in the world, and they named it Everest. for a receiver, breaks through a tackle and he's got a seam, down the sideline, touchdown Michigan! Gardner takes the shotgun snap, looks to his right and connects, reaching for the end of touchdown Michigan, Amara Dharma. Gardner makes a end up to Smith, looking, firing, Jake Butt, one-handed catch, he caught it, unbelievable catch!
3: You are listening to the Daily Sports Report on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I'm your host, Evan Osterley, and joining me on the other side, we have Peter Monahan.